Ladies and gentlemen, everyone else, please put your hands together for your host, Alex Kitson. There we go. Cheers, guys. You're helping me out again. I'll say that again. Are we all right? Yeah. Lovely bloody stuff. That was, uh, that was a lovely welcome. Like last week, they didn't clap me much. I got a bit sad after. Uh, and it, no, that was really nice. Um, led by these guys. You're, you're back for week two. You're back for more. And, and, and you've brought, you brought a friend. Yeah. Uh, huge. Just a one. Just, just a one. You've curled one. Yeah. Um, anybody who wasn't here last week, we had, we had quite a lot of fun. These guys were here as like a four-piece uh, and now they've, they've culled one of their members, and I want to find out what's, uh, what's happening. Exactly, yeah. It's, um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like Ocean's Eleven. Uh, I, I watched the film yesterday, is that obvious? Um, <laughs> Introduced you, the new member of the crew. What's the... Are you, oh, is, is, that, is this table with a specific thing? Have we, have we talked before? I'm really sorry if we have. Oh, so okay, so it's not so it's not my fault. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'll put it on you, back on you. We'll have a chat now. What's your name? Chloe. Chloe, nice to meet you. Everyone, say hello, Chloe. Hi, Chloe. <laughs> that was sarcastic from over there. That was uh, <laughs> hi, Chloe. We're not back at school. You don't have to say it. You don't want to. <laughs> no, uh, we'll, we'll create some beef between the two tables. It's uh, what, what, why not start the night on an antagonistic note? Um, what, what do you do, Chloe? That's fine. That's allowed. There was such a long pause that I was like, she is up to some nefarious activity that I shouldn't get into. In fact, you work at Britain's best fast food, voted, awarded. Why don't I know so much about it? I've been there once. Uh, Are we vegan? We're fans? Bristol, innit? Yeah, you're in the. (laughs) I could say that in Devon and I'd get stoned. that's um oh not this time. Oh, you, do you have to be vegan to work there? No. Are you vegan? I'm not. Ah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> do, 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 do you? Do you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. Um, do, do, what, what do you bring for lunch though? Do you have like? Are you allowed free food or? Uh, oh, you're vegetarian. So yeah, yeah. But you, you, so you're not just having like pints of milk at lunchtime. You're not. That's is that? <laughs> Yeah, just making it rain. Yeah, yeah, just r- r- rubbing it in. Um, well, that's really fun. Cheers, thanks for coming. Thanks for, yeah, um, you're allowed to bring five to this table. It's allowed. But um, what, what did he do? Could he not make it? Or did he just... Didn't ask him. Oh, brutal. Yeah, it's... Um, is, is he still here but just sat on a different table? Yeah, he's... Uh, he died. Yeah, it's... Um, good news, good news. L- lovely stuff. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for being here. Um, now, I, 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 I've spoken to you guys before. Have I... No, it's... Never. <laughs> well, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lovely to meet you guys. Well, thanks. Oh, by the way, I should explain what the night is. Uh, this isn't just me <laughs> having set up a microphone and then just starting to talk to every table. This is a comedy night, allegedly. Um, and yeah, it's called This Next Act. It's a new material comedy night. Loads of com- we've got loads of comedians on. Loads of brilliant comedians on today. Um, they're going to come up, do loads of new jokes. Um, some of it will be brilliant. Some of it will be shit. We'll all have a good time. Does that sound okay? Yeah, yeah lovely, lovely stuff. Does that, that sound okay to you guys? Yeah, nice one. I mean, so, so, what's the squad? What's the crew? Is it uh, you, students, housemates? What's the deal? Just old friends. Just old friends. Uh, ooh, <laughs> do you do a heist together? What's the? Um, where, where did you all meet? What's the story? Went to school together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. That's. I went to school. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to relate. Um, I was young. Um, I still am. I'm 23. <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, no, that's like a massive deal. That's just a fuck you to a deal. Uh, how old are you, Adil? 36. Yeah. Good age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, sorry, that was, real, that was a real dick move. I was just like, yeah, I'm 23. I feel quite old, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's alienating, isn't it? Good. Uh, <laughs> how old are you guys? Don't answer. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> Um, no, I've, I've been really feeling my age this week because um, I, 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 I turned 23 two weeks ago, which I know people don't like me feeling that old, but I do. I feel um, just, um, and it, it, things aren't going well. I, 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 give me true, you've been here before, by the way. <laughs> These guys are friends. Okay, so people have been here before. I've just, I've moved home. I've moved home to Devon, uh, and I'm not enjoying it. Um, I, I'm, I've moved back in with my parents because I'm smashing it, and just absolutely. Smashing out the park, and yeah, and it's not bad because I feel like I'm regressing. I feel like I'm 15 again. Like I'm getting spots. I'm putting on weight. Like I'm I'm breastfeeding. It's really weird, and I don't like it. And I so I'm I'm feeling very. And so I'm just I just sat around. So I'm applying for jobs to, to live here because Bristol. Where, uh, but it's any jobs going? Are we vegan? Yeah, I'm not, I'm hearing a lot of that. Um, but it t- turns out this doesn't make you that employable. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no one's hiring somebody just to sort of brag about how young they are uh, and then alienate the entire crowd. Um, quick tip. Um, but yeah, so I'm just... Um, I'm, I'm, so this week I'm just sort of sat around and applying for jobs. I, wo- I watched Ocean's Eleven, that's why it was on my mind. I watched Ocean's Eleven yesterday. Uh, and that's and that just seems like the world removed from me. Like that's the coolest thing in the entire world. Like h- how cool and good looking a group do you have to be that Matt Damon is the nerd? Like that is, <laughs> like, that's insane. <laughs> and like it's, everything that happens is just so cool that they're saying they're quipping, they're doing cool things. Like and you could do anything if you do do like a quip afterwards. You, they kill someone and just say something cool afterwards. It's fine. They get chased because they stole some money, but they don't do any about them, all the murders. Um, like, they, they, I, I reckon... Ah, oh, fuck it. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I was so excited about Ocean's Eleven. Like, so excited. And I was, I was just so, like, pumped up that I had to calm down, so I just watched Ocean's Twelve. And it was, yeah. Um, yeah, I was doing it. Yeah, yeah, and it did. I went to sleep. Um... What else was I going to say? Um, I don't have any jokes this week. Last week I did really well. Um, it was great. I had some jokes and I bought it. This week, pff, uh, I'm struggling. But um, what I was going to say, no, if you kill someone and you say something cool afterwards, I think you're fine. That's what I was saying. Yeah, like, I reckon if that stands up in court, they, they could be like, right, I'm about to sentence you to 20. And you're like, no, judge, wait. And he said, well, there's, there's nothing here. You, you shoved a man into a lake full of killer carp. You're going to prison. And he goes, no, actually, uh, after I did it, I said, carpe diem. And uh, I'll go away scot-free. It's, uh, that's what movies taught me. Um, movies, teach you, movies teach you weird things. Like, I, I, like I, I don't like using showers because of psycho. Like, I, and like, I... I, I don't like going to like abandoned hotels because of The Shining, um, and like I don't shit sitting down. That's unrelated. But like, uh, <laughs> it's strange, man. It's <laughs> it's weird. Like, t- movies teach you weird fr- weird things. Like, I watched too many horror films as, as a kid, 
and I and and, and then I didn't have any black friends because I just assumed they'd die early. Um, that's yeah. It's a it's a, it's a real. Is it, my, is, it, is that at all? My girlfriend said I shouldn't do that one. Uh, I do have black friends. Uh, <laughs> that, that is, um, there's a couple of people at the back who've been on the MCing course today, uh, learning how to do this. That's not how you do it. Uh, you, you, you don't sort of talk about, you see, your own uh, watching Ocean's Eleven with very few, very few punchlines. Uh, then make the sort of a racially tenuous joke. Uh, and then, yeah. Uh, and th- and then bring on an act, but we don't live by the rules here. So, uh, so uh, your first act's name is Ellery Morgan. She's absolutely fantastic. So, um, I, what I usually do is nominate a, uh, a sort of a, a chief applause person, uh, just because I usually don't do a good enough job hyping everyone up. So it's their job to do that, and I, I think because um, hey. Ooey vegan, why not? Uh, we, we, yeah, um, I mean, because you because you won the fast food award this year. I, I read it in Bristol Live. Uh, not, when I point at you any time in the evening, I want you to sort of go nuts, clap in and sort of stomp in, helping everyone around you. Can you do that? Okay, can I give you a tester? No one else join in. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, just a very brief one, just like a blur. Yeah, that's uh, that is the level. That is perfect. That is the perfect level. Uh, okay, uh, everyone like that. Touch more sincerity. Okay. Um, okay. We're on three, two, one. And let everybody else join in. There we go. Hello. How are we all doing? We all good? Yeah. Great. Lovely. Um, over on this table over here. Uh, Pali yoga teachers, guys. What? Hey, yo. It's my friend Scarlett. Uh, we teach yoga together. Where do you guys teach yoga? Ram Bristol. You got it fucking lucky. So when people find out that uh, we're yoga teachers, people are like, oh, that's quite cool. Uh, but me and Scarlett teach in Cardiff, and you guys have no fucking clue. So ba- basically, in lovely sort of zhuzhy fancy cities like London and Bristol, yoga's like... A lifestyle choice. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a lifestyle. In Newport, yoga is the last resort. Okay? You don't have real issues. I used to teach in London. I remember I would walk into classes and be like, oh, is, has anyone got any issues? And they were just all a pile of like gorgeous, skinny vegans. The only issues they had were online or probably anorexia. Probably. But you know what? They look fucking great. They look, they look sweet. They look sweet. You should see the people who dr- literally, dra- oh, lots of it there, literally drag their broken bodies into our little church halls. You should fuck it, I, guys. It looks less and less like a yoga class. It looks like a scene from the Battle of the Somme. Okay, it's fucking bleak. Right. Where am I? Oh, so I've, I've had a very stressful week this week, and I will never be able to say this out loud ever again, but I need to get it off my chest. Um, awful week because my best friend has just had a baby. Um, and it's not the, the amount of attention decrease that's going to happen in my life that's upsetting me. What's up? No, it's a real concern. What's upsetting me is that she is, um, quite cool. And so she has given her baby a cool baby name. She's named her baby Naya Ray. Naya Ray. Oh, yeah. And she hasn't noticed yet. And I have. And does that mean I'm the one who has to tell her that she has named her child after a terrorist organization? Naya Ray. Try and say that without it sounding. She's from Birmingham. Naya Ray. 
What do I do? What do you do? You can't say it. I don't know if she's registered it yet. Do you register babies? Do you? Uh, oh, do you? So, I've, do I? Would would you? Would you tell your friend? No. Would you keep quiet about it? I tell you what I've done because I don't want to say it to a face. So I've just I've knitted a tiny little balaclava. It's so cute. I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna send it send it through the post. What are you gonna call a son? Sean Fane. I'm fucked. I don't know what to do. It's so stressful and it's really funny, but I can't talk about it on stage because that's how, not how you deal with feelings, according to my therapist. But fuck her, she's expensive, and you guys are free. So, uh, right, this okay. This is what I want to talk about. Um, now, I feel like <laughs> generally I'm quite a chill person. Let's just pretend the first two minutes didn't happen. I'm quite a chill person, um, but there's one thing that annoys me more than anything. I hate it. I absolutely despise it. And the thing that I despise is when men grab me and then pick me up. Do, oh yeah, do you hate it? I fucking, I hate it. And the, I pretend it's an issue of consent. Um, but the real reason I hate it is because when they do it, same reaction, every man, they go, oh, surprisingly heavy. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. Um, I don't know, I, do, I genuinely do. I, I, I know that I am surprisingly heavy. I don't actually know how much I weigh. I haven't got a clue. Does anyone here know how much they weigh? No? Do you? Okay, all right. How many women know how much they weigh? Yeah, I'm not scared of spiders. I'm fucking scared of scales. Right. I, but I don't, think, I don't think we need to know how much we weigh. I know. You know when you're putting on weight. You know. For me, I know. If I'm walking to the fridge and the cutlery drawer rattles, that's, for me, that's, that's it. No night cheese for Larry. It's not worth it. Go back to bed. Go back to bed. Um, I have some... That's diet tip number one. I've got excellent diet tip, guys. Um, Favourite... Two diet tips. I'll relay them now. You can take them with you. Um, the first diet tip, only ever eat cake naked in front of a mirror. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's good. It works. It fucking works a treat. Uh, but the one, the one flaw in that is um, the tears make the cake extra moist. <laughs> uh, it's pretty irresistible, that little rainforest gatto. Mm, nom, 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 nom. No one will love me. Nom, nom, nom. Um, <laughs> oh, that got really dark. Second diet tip. Second diet tip. Um, I'm just up here representing all women. Um, second diet tip, worms. Yeah, that's it. Um, I think both tips are excellent, uh, but the last one isn't going to get you thrown out of your sister's wedding for ruining her big day. Um, I gave her worms as well. Uh, she was comfort eating, and I wanted her to look cute on a big day. They weren't happy about it. Um, I didn't give, I didn't give my sister worms. My sister's fit. My sister is so fucking fit. That is why she is married and I'm up here trying to develop a personality, which I am genuinely, genuinely livid about. Um, although she is, she's fucking fit, uh, but annoying because that's the, just, that's the payoff. Um, but, uh, she does this one thing that it's the one thing that makes me a, kind of okay the Brexit is happening and it's this so she did languages at university which meant that is, she did Erasmus do you guys know what Erasmus is yeah it's where you go away for six months and you pretend you lived in another country for a while a fucking jacket did anyone here do languages yeah. uh, what did you do okay you're right so and you seem lovely but basically my sister lived in Paris for six months and she came back and she would be like I'd be like how was it how was Paris going and she was like oh um Paris Paris was lovely. In Paris, I love the croissants. Like, sure, just it's fucking Paris. And it's the same. I have friends who went to Spain for six months and they come back and they'll be like, the thing about Barcelona. Like, oh, fuck, fuck you guys. I went abroad to uni. I went to England. I didn't come back like, Larry, how was uni? Oh, what? How was London 10? 
I was on in town with me old muckers. Didn't happen. It drives me out the wall. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much I weigh, uh, but I do have a. I do have a stock answer. If anyone asks me, um, hundred and twenty pounds. Um, and I don't know what this means uh, because I'm imperial. Let me live. Um, <laughs> But I say £120 um, because when rappers are talking about their favourite types of ladies, that's how they describe them. They say, she £120, big fat ass, go bounce, bounce, bounce. So that's just, that's my answer. Larry, how much you weigh? £120, big fat ass, go bounce, bounce, bounce. Uh, doctors are usually like, okay, and your blood type. I am... Um, I, I really, I don't, I, all right, okay, so again, a problem with this, 120 pounds, all fine and dandy, they never stipulate the height, and it, so, and it's, I need to know, because if you want to be in those music videos, and fucking do I, I need to know, because, because if she's 120 pounds, but like, 6'2", she's not going to have a big fat ass go bounce, 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 do you know what I mean? She 120 pounds, like if she's like, she 120 pounds, she three foot two, she a ball. She would like tell me, like I need to know. I need to know, guys. Essentially, what I want, what I want ludicrous to do, please, good sir. I don't know if it's obvious, but I am a white lady and I, yes, I do love rap. Um, <laughs> I'm also a feminist and I do love rap and it's hard because on one hand, I'm all like, yes, smash the patriarchy. And on the other hand, I'm the first on the dance floor, like, let me tear your ass in half. I'm a, she says she no want it, but I know she does. It's hard. Um, but one more time, DJ. Um, so um, what I want, what I would like, ideally ludicrous, to say, I want him to say, hey, she, uh, her, her body mass index, her BMI is good, is good to, to strong, it's average. It's, th- I think it's like 35, if she's 5 foot 5, that's what she's aiming for. <laughs> Big fat ask of hands, hands, hands. That's my, and that's my, um, feminist take <laughs> on that. Oh, God, sorry, ladies of the world. Right. Oh, um, here's my other incredibly controversial opinion. Uh, <laughs> d- uh, who here likes Queer Eye? It's just, they've just, an, okay. It sounded, I don't know, it's just my Welsh roots, but that sounded remarkably like a sheep bleating. Was that a human? <laughs> my eye. Um, uh, it, it, it's just come back on Netflix. Who likes Queer Eye? Share if you like it. Oh, okay. Look, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Um, are we all familiar with Queer Eye? Yes. Okay, now, this is my... This is my I fucking hate it, and I will tell you why. So, Queer Eye for the straight guy, I loved. It's so important. It's so brilliant. Yes, take down a toxic masculinity. Yes, help improve the lives of these, these poor men. However, it's now called Queer Eye, which is basically in this sort of pathetic nod to inclusivity. Oh, fuck me. You know what? Learn to say the words, then you'll get the joke. Inclusivity? Nailed it. Um, (laughs) Inclusivity. What they've done is they've now been like, hey, now we're going to fix gay people and women. Hey, guess what? Fucking leave us alone. We're fine. We're fine. It's hard enough. Leave us alone. Like, I love it. I think it's wonderful. But what I can't stand is that, like... So, for example, there was this one episode where all these guys came along and taught a woman how to wear heels. Go fuck his... Okay, and I want to say, this woman was a security guard at a high maximum prison. She was like, she doesn't wear heels. The same reason I don't wear heels. She was a hunter. She hunted, like, animals for a little... Like, I don't wear heels because I don't wear shoes that I can't run away from bears in. Do you know what I mean? By bears, I mean scary men. Um, 
I can't. It, it drives me. It drives me absolutely up the wall. They also. They there was an episode. It was a really famous one. Viral, and she was like a young, black gay woman living in Redneck America, and the guys came and gave her a little makeover. And I'm like, you, what? Do you know what I mean? What? Her life. It drives. She what? What she needs is social. You need a social. Because right. <laughs> One day I'll write jokes in it, but at the moment I'm just really angry at five quite nice gay men. Um, this is, so basically, this is the issue because I feel like Queer Eye is a really good show for just showing you and then completely disregarding the issue with neoliberalism, right? Because America's insane. America is so mentally like lib- they're libertarian. And um, so every single one of their heroes are just poor people. That's it. They just go up to poor people and they're like, we're going to fix you. And you know, like, it's like, what they need, guys, is social health care, not fucking guacamole. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Universal credit, not a fucking French tuck. Are you off your... No. Do you know what I mean? It drives me. So what I think we should do, what I think we should do is ban queer eye and then, and then start a Marxist society. And then, and no, and then we'll have a new show and we'll call it, we'll call it Communist Eye for the, for the capitalist pig dog. <laughs> I don't, you know what, guys, I'm not even like, I'm a level, I'm I'm a centrist, um, but I'm Welsh, and a Welsh centrist makes me hard left, yes sir. Um, Yay! Oh god, bristle, you fucking easy crowd. So it's all I had to come out here and be like, left, and you'd be like, yeah. Right. With all the money you'd earned historically from all the slavery and this. Oh, do you know what? Don't make the crowd hate you before you're about to leave. And I've run over. Hey, um, you guys have been so nice. Thank you for uh, watching this uh, political rally. You guys have been lovely. Thank you. Hilary <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, everyone. Uh, yeah. Register to vote. Are you ready for next act? Lovely man, his name is Greg Winfield. So, if you give me, just please, if you give me Keith, I go over Mr. Greg Winfield. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, how's it going? We all good? Hello, sir. That is a terrifying T-shirt for a man of your appearance. Uh, for those who can't see it, it says, a girl is a gun. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to assume, this is my assumption. Uh, my assumption... Uh, is that every time you cock one, there's a chance someone's going to die. Uh, is, that, is that what that is? Uh, it's a film from the 70s, sorry. Oh, then that's fine. That's absolutely fine, son, don't worry about that. You brought your mate with you who's wearing an equally ridiculous T-shirt, though. It says Ares Arises on the back. Ares, of course, the god of war. Uh, and I can only imagine uh, that that is your rallying cry as you get an erection. Uh, <laughs> Harry's arises! Someone take care... Oh, I'm on my own. Um, there we are, that's T-shirt sorted. Anyway, I've got a dog. There we go, sweet. And we're in, we're into material. Here we go. Uh, I've got myself a new dog. He's like three weeks old to me, but apparently he's about 18 months. Uh, yeah, we don't know. We don't know, because he is a uh, Romanian street dog. Hmm, Romanian street dog. Yeah. Uh, I asked him, I said, uh, do you know what he is? And they went, well, why the fuck do you want him to be? Because uh, he is a Romanian street dog, which is fair enough. You can get him off apps, though. Uh, people go out to Romania, they fly him back, uh, and you can adopt him. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's high stakes, though. You scroll through, uh, swipe right, or they get gassed. Uh, <laughs> it's tricky. It's tricky stuff. Tricky stuff. 
but yeah, we've got him now. We've got him now, little bear, the dog. He's beautiful. Best thing in my life is he's so cute. I, I thought I'd find him a bit annoying, to be honest, but I fell very deeply in love with him. Uh, I was a little bit worried, a little bit worried, because there's a lot of racism in Romania. A little bit worried I was going to get a racist dog. Um, then he turned up and he was black, so it was fine. Yeah, there we go, eh? There we go. There you go. That's how you touch on race, Alex. Uh, lightly. <laughs> Very lightly. And then you back out. And then you back out without commenting on it. Um, that's what you do. That's what you do. Bless him. He is kind of cool, my dog, though. Uh, my missus, she sends me photos of him uh, all day long. Uh, and I just zoom in uh, till she's no longer in him. Um, it's nice. Lovely little bear, little bear. The dog. Oh, he's cute. He's cute. He is. I do love him. I do love him. Can I talk about my dog for five minutes? Well, we'll see, won't we? Uh, we'll see. What else have we got about the dog? Oh, bless him. Yeah, he's at home now. He's afraid of the fireworks, bless him. Uh, which is fair enough, I think. Uh, but every time one goes off, he's like, it's war! War is coming! War is coming, dad! Dad! War! War! Oh, right. It's war again! War! Why aren't you reacting? That's, uh, that's my dog. He's on edge. He's on edge, my dog. He's a little bit sketchy. He is a little bit sketchy, and I would posit that you would be sketchy too uh, if you grew up on the streets of Romania. Um, so, yeah, what follows is now an impression of my dog uh, chatting to other dogs because um, I have decided to stoop that low. Uh, that's fair enough. Hashtag BBC comedy. Uh, I'll see you there. I'll see you there. Uh, but, yeah, this is my dog chatting to other dogs, all right? All right. How's it going? Yeah, I'm off out for a walk. You off out for a walk too? Yeah, it's sweet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's sweet, sweet. Yeah, have a little sniff of that, mate. Have a little sniff of it. Go on. I'll have a little sniff of yours. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? What was that? Fuck off! Fuck off! <laughs> Fuck off! That's my dog. Um, <laughs> he's fucking mental. Bless him. He's off his head. Uh, he, uh, he can't cope. He can't cope with normal life. My dog, which is fair enough. It's fair enough. We're trying to civilise him, though. It's not work. It's not work. Anyone here got a dog? Yeah? You got a dog over there? What's your dog? A Labanese. Ah, go on. What does that mean? Ah, cool. Does Daddy be up by it for you, or it seems like a dog? It seems like a dog that would be funded um, by some sort of hedge fund. I don't know why. I don't know why. A Lebanese Bernese Observer. Fair enough. He's not a Romanian street dog, though, is he? No, he's not. No, he isn't. Bless him. Oh, cool. Well, one day I hope that my dog meets your dog, uh, and they fall deeply in love, like some sort of Disney film. Uh, that's what I hope. That's what I hope for my dog anyway. Um, there'll be no use to him. Uh, he's been spayed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he does this thing. Does your dog do this? Uh, like occasionally, just out of nowhere, sometimes after we've given him a little bath or something, he will just go fucking mental. Uh, so he will run around in circles, unstoppable. Unstoppable. He'll jump off a wall. He'll parkour the shit out of the whole house, basically. Uh, and we looked it up because I was a little bit worried, I'll be honest. They've sent me some fucking duff dog here. Uh, annoying. <laughs> Very annoying. But apparently it's normal. Apparently all dogs do it. Your dog does it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what that's called? It's, they, well, they've given it like a colloquial title. They call it a zoomie. All right? It's dogs do zoomies. It's fine. It's normal. Um, but it's, its diagnosable term is a frenetic rapid pattern exhibition. Uh, 
A frep. A frep. Because, uh, yeah, even dogs have got to be fucking interesting, apparently, these days. Uh, so, yeah, he's diagnosable, my dog. He's diagnosable, which is nice. That's my dog. That's my dog. Anyone got tattoos? Yes. I'm not doing segues. Um, who here? Oh, hello, sir. Uh, yes, you have. Lovely stuff. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Anyone else? Uh, no. You're the only one in here with tattoos. Oh, it's your dream. Oh, sweet. There's two, uh, yes, there's two of you. They are catching, aren't they? If you stay in proximity to another man with tattoos, it will happen. I'm going to leave that well alone. Um, all right? But that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Who's got, who's got the weirdest tattoo out of the both of you? Uh, I don't know. Well, that T-shirt's pretty fucking weird. Um, do you indeed? Why? Who's it? Right, again, why? <laughs> a man who was famous for doing two things, and that was cracking open a cold one and whooping ass. Uh, I've answered my own question. I've answered my own question. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You've made me look a right tit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, a lot of the youth in today, I will finish with this for what will become very obvious reasons. Uh, there's a lot... A lot of the youth in. Hello, the youth. Uh, good times, good times. I have decided after a long period of cynicism um, that it is now very important. It's very important uh, to support the youth in everything they do and basically allow them uh, to, to make the choices that are going to influence their own future. Uh, and as such, uh, when I was walking past a bench uh, outside my work and there were two little 16-year-olds rolling a spliff, um, I, I decided um, to say, and I quote, Oi, oi, watch out, five O's around the corner. Um, they weren't, they weren't, um, <laughs> and that's fine. Uh, so we, that's what we need to remember, okay? That's what we need to remember. The youth are very easily manipulated, and they're quite thick. Um, so whatever you do, don't give 16-year-olds the vote, okay? That's what I want you to take from this evening, okay? I'm going to go now. Um, obviously Epstein didn't kill himself I think we can all agree with that uh, and, uh, and yeah thanks very much uh, I've been Greg Winfield have a lovely evening look into it Greg Winfield everyone um, you ready for your final act this section can we all go Alex, mate. Did anyone catch my name there? No. No, thank... Fucking hell. (laughs) I've known Alex now for about a year. We're at the stage in our relationship where I've stopped correcting him (laughs) on the pronunciation of my name. Um, My first name is Essicht. Oh, yes. Oh, I've never had that response before. (laughs) Essicht, obviously Welsh. But surname, Sears, English. Not as many booze here as I get in Cardiff and Swansea. That's, that's fair enough. Um, my surname suggests to you, though, that I ran out of dating options in Wales and had to come across the border to find a husband. And that is what happened. Uh, no idea why I'm curtsying. <laughs> it feels like the right thing to do. Um, yeah, married an Englishman. But in my defence... I only did it because I thought there was a Welsh government grant available. <laughs> there wasn't. 
just need some kind of reimbursement for whatever I'm going through at the moment. Uh, also, I married an Englishman because I didn't really fancy talking dirty in Welsh for the rest of my life. No. I don't know if that was a knowing laugh or not, madam, but... Uh, <laughs> That's fine. It sounds as if it went spectacularly wrong. <laughs> uh, because, don't get me wrong, okay, I love my language. I absolutely love it. I'm, I speak it every day. I pass it on to, on to my kids. But as languages go, it is not the sexiest. Really isn't. I try and explain to people who aren't that familiar with the Welsh language that a lot of sexual terminology in Welsh, very agricultural. <laughs> a lot of farm matter. And, you know, when I'm in the middle of, uh, you know, whatever this is. Uh, I mean, I've been married for seven years. My husband hasn't complained. I'm going to carry on doing it. When I'm in the throes of passion doing whatever this is, uh, I do not want to sound like I'm trying to sell someone a combine harvester. Incidentally, combine harvester in Welsh, Dernur Medi. Dernur Medi translated back into English, fisting machine. <laughs> No one loves the language enough to face the fisting machine. Uh, just let it die. Just let the language die. <laughs> uh, God. Does anyone here work from home? Is anyone self-employed working from home? Hands up. You? Okay. Oh, occasionally. Ooh, mysterious. What do you do? Oh, you're baffling me with the... Uh, Website stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you told, like, a comedian, like, 20 years ago that you did website stuff, it would be, like, sorcery. And it's a bit like, you know, when they started the printing press and the first person to ever print a book, like, they would get all the ladies, right? They would. But, like, by now, you know, books are two a penny. I'm sorry. Sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> are you very good with your time? Do you procrastinate or are you very good and focused? When you work from home? You're pretty good, are you? Yeah? What, does anything distract you at home? Uh, yeah, other people. Other people. Okay, that's the first time a man has responded with anything other than wanking. <laughs> Seriously. He is being nice, isn't he? Yeah. Um, because I started working from home like 10 years ago and people used to say to me, oh, it'll, it'll change your life. You know, you can set your own time and hours, you know, you can, you can pick your clients. It'll be amazing. In the first week I was self-employed working from home, the biggest change I found was that the amount of ham <laughs> I was eating straight from the packet <laughs> stood up in my kitchen spearing in, staring into the middle distance uh, went up 100% <laughs> and also the wanking obviously <laughs> but I get so distracted I'm terrible and uh, like my latest thing my latest distraction when I'm meant to be working at home is I've been spending the last couple of weeks trying to find the photograph that I want the 10 o'clock news to use when I am brutally murdered abroad. <laughs> it's happening. I'm insufferable on holiday. Uh, and the reason I thought I should find one is because I started thinking, who chooses that photograph? Okay, When Hugh Edwards comes calling, who gives him that photo? It's your parents, right? 
Yeah, it's your parents. My parents still have a carpeted bathroom. (laughs) I cannot trust them to choose the sexiest one. Um, I mean, I like to think because... I was, it's really hard to make a comparison with someone because you don't want to compare yourself with someone who has died abroad unless they're a tyrant. So, did did anyone see the photograph of Gaddafi when he was killed abroad? (laughs) Anyone? (laughs) Anyone screensaver? (laughs) Um, I mean, the photo of Gaddafi that was on the news when he died was hideous. Absolutely hideous. And I'm, I'm, I've been told that Mother Gaddafi still has a crocheted toilet roll cover. So uh, what did he expect, you know? <laughs> wow, not sure about the Gaddafi stuff, right? <laughs> Bristol, you surprised me. <laughs> um, the other thing that really distracts me as well is um, I have two chickens. I've got two chickens in my garden. And one of them is going through the menopause. Not even joking. I know, I know. Now, you know how in university, or when you live with sisters and stuff, you know there's this idea that women sink their periods. Yeah? Everyone heard of that? Okay. Is anyone here sinking their menopause with poultry? No? Oh, God, okay, maybe it's just me. Um, by the way, I'm not quite at menopause stage yet. I don't know why I feel the need to say that. I, it's usually because there's a man in the front row and I'm thinking, we might have sex later. So, <laughs> just so you know, I'm, I'm not actually going through the menopause. All right? Yeah? Other what? You said we might have sex later. Oh, oh, what about the next part? Oh, oh! Can everyone else please leave? <laughs> but like, I've been observing this chicken, right? And, and she's going through these, these things. <laughs> she's going through these things, right, that I can completely identify with. She's starting to go a bit bald, okay? She's losing some feathers. And my hair is thinning. I'm, I'm reaching 40 and my hair is thinning. Uh, she's also laying eggs that are basically already poached. <laughs> it's like, for anyone who's not a farmer, I mean, basically, they stop developing shells, but there's like a something holding it together, and it looks poached. <laughs> but, but I did say two minutes ago, that's not happening to me right now, okay? In my time, you're all in. <laughs> Oh, my God. My husband can just go fuck himself. <laughs> also, my chicken, she's getting... She's developing... She's developing this massive rage. She's becoming very, very rageful, but only at my husband. It's hilarious, but it's basically me. And, uh, and also, there's another chicken. There's another chicken that she lives with who is much younger much hotter than her. I'm not even kidding. I mean, she's been flouncing about the garden all summer with this plumage, looking sexy as fuck, if I might say. And uh, and this older chicken hates it, absolutely hates it, and she attacks it. And uh, that is me with younger female comedians. So, um... (laughs) Oh, you've been absolutely wonderful, Bristol. Thank you very much.
Oh, it's so rare somebody pulls at this next act. It's so great to see. Um, um, with that in mind, we've got a break now. So if, if, if anyone... If anybody wants to bang, uh, great. Uh, toilets are over there. Streets out there. We'll see you in about ten minutes. That's how long it takes me. Uh, good. So I'll be be back in a bit with more comedians. See you in a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, please welcome back to your stage your host, Old Man Kitson. Thank you very, very much indeed. Um, do, do, do we have a good break? Yeah, yeah lovely stuff. I because um, I, it, it, the last section ended and we were like, and I was like, oh, bloody go to the tours and have sex, guys. Um, and because of the thing you had with Eslet, and then I saw you walking out the toilets, uh, and I briefly got very, very aroused. I don't know. Uh, good fun. Um, good fun in it. Um, right, um, we, we got loads of we, we, we lost a, we lost a sort of Welsh Welsh fan base, I think, in the uh, over here. Yeah, so there, there's, uh, I think there's I think there's tables and sort of chairs here. I think if um, if people want to go and make you make new friends, you, you guys seem friendly, right? Yeah, no, ch- cheers, man. Yeah, there's no no worries. Um, what's your name? Niall. Niall. Okay. You got, look at Niall. Look at him. He seems friendly and lovely. He's smiling. He's called Niall. Uh, Nice one. Um, that's Nile, like the Irish Nile, not like Egyptian River Nile. No, 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 no. no. Um, I, I don't think I know anyone called Egyptian River Nile, but I thought, I thought I'd, I don't want to eliminate any possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love this stuff. But if anybody wants to go make friends with Nile, please do. Uh, you, you, you want to make new friends? Yeah, sure. Yeah, of course he does. Always, always, always time to make new friends. Um, it's not looking good, Nile. I. Uh, <laughs> I thought I, 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 you weren't quite charming enough. Um, no, it's fine. You, you, you see, you're lovely. And every, anybody who wants to go over, feel free. No, one, no one's going to slam me for walking to come and watch them. That would be uh, a dick move, uh, unless I do it. But, um, yeah. Right, we've got some more fantastic comedians. How good was that first section? Oh, that was bloody, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Um, but it's going to get even better. I don't know. Um, I met with this one. We've got four fantastic comedians. You're gonna, um, and they're all doing five minutes each. You're going to love them. Um, so, Chloe, we're coming back to you. Um, well, yeah, okay, why not? Yeah, we're going to go on and go crazy with Bob How are you doing, guys? Doing all right? Good stuff, good stuff. I, right, I don't think I'm a nerd, but I can tell people think I do, right? Because whenever I'm in the cinema watching a Marvel movie and people aren't sure if there's an end credit sequence, they'll look to me to see if I stay. <laughs> I'm, sick, I'm sick of getting judged like that. I've had, I've had a bit of an interesting experience this week, and I've written, I've written all of this literally today, so uh, don't be too impressed, there will be some reading. Um, someone genuinely told me that I was the patriarchy, that I physically embodied it. She said that people like me embodied the worst in our society. It took me completely by surprise because I often have a hard time convincing people that I'm an alpha male. <laughs> Usually they're not interested in my leaflets. <laughs> a lot of people don't realise how subtle my domination is. But she said I'm not... She said, oh good, a laugh of submission there. Um... She said, I'm not, she said, I'm not part of, but I actually am, that I embody it. And I, didn't, I think it's problematic that part of me found that flattering. <laughs> you, because I am unemployed right now, and I'm not sure how I'd respond if someone said, excuse me, would you like to be the CEO of the patriarchy? 
I don't know how to respond. I'd probably say, like, I'm not sure I'm qualified. Is there any low-level sexism I could be involved with? And he'd just be like, are you seriously telling me you've never even told your mum that she's got too many shoes? And I'd be like, really? That counts? That counts? And he'd say, like, yeah, here at the patriarchy, that's the main thing we do, Bert. It's almost as if you're engaging in conversation you know very little about. (laughs) All right, but the work parties are going to be awful. It's going to all be guys. I'm not interested in being sexist if it's not going to get me laid. <laughs> you just don't expect to be... You don't expect to be accused of the main one, like the, the main one, you know, like the patriarchy. It all happened because she over, I was on a bus and she overheard a conversation between my friend and I um, about what was the best roast dinner. <laughs> Which seems like a non-sequitur, but I, was, I generally... I get that I was being provocative... When I said it was goose, you know, I'm not some sort of. No, it was. I'm not a bourgeois duck encourager. There, I said it. But at the end of the, the, end of the conversation, when my mate got off the bus, we sort of had a joking back and forth. Uh, and he sort of, on his way out, he threw some litter at me. And I said, Oh, mate, don't be a cunt. And he and left. And then once he'd left, she said to me, um, a, few, a few moments after he left, the woman, about my age actually, sat directly behind me tells me, I think it's disgusting that you use the word cunt that way. You are the patriarchy. (laughs) And even in that statement alone, I felt like I learned a lot about her worldview. One, you know, all of her opinions on that sort of thing. And two, that she'd never been to Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really know what to say, but um, she was kind enough to continue sparing us both from an awkward silence. (laughs) She said, how dare you use part of the female anatomy... As an insult, it's just part of my body, you bellend. <laughs> Some of you might have spotted the inconsistency there. But I was forced to concede her point when she said there's nothing more disgusting than a penis. <laughs> she, didn't, she, went, she, she made some more personal comments against me, against me as well, and she concluded on what I think was a very, like, a very controversial way to sort of end that and try to persuade me. She said, you can't say cunt, it's basically our N-word, which I thought was a bit much. Unfortunately, you know, I had, I had no one to talk to about that. I, I'm like, she sort of left it on that. And I, there, was, there was no way for me to navigate that. And I felt, I felt at odds, you know. There was no one... Like, unfortunately, you know, because, because none of my best friends are black, I am racist on a technicality. <laughs> the, be- the best I could do is talk to some of my mixed-race friends and hope they round up. <laughs> but they were too busy talking about roast dinners. Okay, there wasn't enough of a laugh for that to end that. We'll all remember this as when I was almost too provocative, but I got away with it. Um, good, I did get away with it. It was a laugh there. If there'd been silence, it'd been terrible. But um, I've been, I, this is the end, guys. Um, you know. Not bad for reading off a sheet, to be honest. Guys, you've been great. I've been Bert Williamson. Thanks very much. Cheers. Provocative Bert Williamson. Uh, and then we'll carry that on. We'll carry on. Why not? Bring on your next act. His name is Dan Williamson. Bring that up. Go on. Go crazy, Mr. Dan Williamson. Hello. Oh, thanks for that one person who said hello back. That made me feel really nice. Thanks. Um, so just, I'm just before Greg like ridicules me for my shirt as well. Um, 
I am just going to say that I'm fully aware that I do look like my dad's trust fund has come in and I'm about to go do some coke in a field while listening to the 1975. Um, I really wish I was that. These guys, they're like fucking cool. I wish I was that cool. Jesus, I wish I was that. Like the highlight of my life nowadays is like I get home from work on a Sunday night and I watch the Bake Off on Catch Up with my parents. Um, that's, that's how thrilling my life gets. Whoa, Bake Off fan in. I will tell you now, if you fucking ruin the final for me, because I've not watched it yet, because I'm going home after this to watch it with them, I will go full pool Hollywood on you, and I will slap a gagging order on you. I'm so aware now that that is a really niche joke, and if you don't know, Paul Hollywood's um, put a gagging order on his ex-girlfriend for selling stories about him to the press. There's the context for that joke. Boom. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, but the, I feel like the only thing that makes like watching the bake off with my parents a la- little bit sadder is when my mum decides, uh, or oh, she's going to do some baking of herself as well. So while I'm sat there watching ten very good bakers construct like the equivalent of like the Sistine Chapel of baking, I have to sit there with a coffee cake that looks like it's just come out of someone after a night of curry, <laughs> and like that's just not fair. Um, but yeah, it's like I, I wish I was cool. Um, and like, I've spent so many time, like, so much of time going to be like, why was I not cool? Why am I not cool? Um, and I've, I've narrowed it down to my teenage years. Teenage years is why I'm not cool and I'm not like, what do you call one of the lads? Whatever a lad is. Have we got any like lads in that think they're like lads? <laughs> that was a good answer because every woman in the room would have gone, fuck you! Um, but yeah, so I, I, I spent all those, all that time. Now it's my teenage years because I fully realized that, um, when you spend your teenage years, uh, at the age of, and still at the age of 14, and you look like this, <laughs> that is fully why I have no cool in me. I look like a fucking mop with a face. Look at the state of me. Jesus! I tell you what, this haircut, right? I used to say every day in school, my, my teacher would be like, can we sit boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl? And I'd get fucking told off for sitting next to a girl. Like, Fuck you! Then what that is, that is hundreds of pounds worth of NHS funding on counselling because my parents went, oh, it's a good look, it's a good look, despite the fucking bullying. <laughs> on top of that, I was also in a social group who self-titled themselves The Nerd Herd. The fucking nerd herd. I was put in a bin because of this haircut. <laughs> Jesus. But um but yeah, like I I so wish that I was I was cool and um and like, I I wish I was a lad and I, I kind of came and it, it all kind of came to a head when someone one of my friends the other day was like, Oh, what would you like rather give up if you had to choose? Would it be like sex or food? And I was straight without even thinking, I was like, fuck sex, I take the food every day of the week. Can I get like who who would take who would take sex over food? Oh shit me, you're all on my side! Yes! Yes, this never happens, because normally I get the weird look of like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Sex is great. And I'm like, well, I had a carbonara the other day that did things to me that very few humans have been able to do. That was a joyous moment in my life. And it makes me really sad because it's in Brighton, and I have to go all the way back there to get it again. I'm never going to eat carbonara fucking again. It's my favorite meal. I'm not bitter about it at all. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, like... 
And I, I feel like it, like, like that's like whole social life of like going out, being a single lad, just kind of like bypasses me completely. Like with food, you know what you're getting. It's there. It's on the packet. It's bang, bang, bang. I, like, and I wish it was like that with humans. Like, I wish you could be like on a night out with someone, and like they would have to tell you exactly what is there. So you're like, me, like you see someone, and like, hi, my name's Jemima. Uh, I'm into yoga. Just I wrote this before I knew there was any fucking yoga people in. Are they still here? No, fuck them, yoga shit. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, hi, my name's, yeah, I know I'm into yoga. Uh, I could be vegan if it wasn't for the cheese, because I just love cheese. Um, it's always the fucking cheese with the vegans, isn't it? Um, uh, but if, but, and I know we've only slept together once, but if you so much as breathe in the direction of other girl, I will fucking cut your dick off. Like, I wish that was a thing. Like, it would make life so much easier. Like, I, like people like fuck with your heads on nights out. I feel like so. My friend once, um, he went up to he went up to this girl on a night out, and he was like, he, I, he's a smooth motherfucker. He has he has like slept with so many people more than me, and it makes me really sad. But it's fine. <laughs> and um, yeah, and he, but he went up to this girl, and um, and he started talking to her, and she started doing sign language back at him, and he kind of went, oh, okay, I need to back off here. I'm out of my depth. No idea what's going on. And then, and then every time he'd see her around uni and stuff, uh, she'd like like sign language, like hello at him, and he'd be like, oh, it's really cute. It's really nice. Um, and this happened for about six months or so. Um, and then one day, he was in Tesco, and he's, he's seen her, but she's not seen him. And at this point, he then sees her talking, not signing, talking to her friends. She spent six months pretending to be deaf to avoid talking to him once on a night out. That's fucked up, man. Like, jeez, you don't get that complication with food. No, uh, uh. The only time food becomes complicated is when you mix it with sex. And that is where poor Hollywood went fucking wrong. He thought... <laughs> He started doing sexy innuendos on telly about food, getting all the girls excited, shacked himself up with a 20-year-old, and then she started selling stories about food and sexy times to the press. Fuck you, Paul Hollywood. Anyway, thank you. That's the end of my set. Lovely. I love an act which, which tells you to fuck off quite as often as that. Um, lovely stuff. Are you ready for your next act? Yeah. Lovely stuff. His name's George Willoughby. So, yeah, we'll go, 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 uh, no, I've not reached a level of pomposity, requ- pomposity required to have a character c- caricature of my own face on my T-shirt. It's Boris Johnson. It's a disparaging cartoon of Boris Johnson. There is no other type of cartoon of Boris Johnson. <laughs> um, did we establish that all those Welsh people have left? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Guys, in Bristol, we call Newport Little Cuba. Because in Newport, you can look across the water and see a successfully functioning economy. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Guys, I've been setting myself on fire while I eat chocolate bars. Um, And then I have a conversation about it. Didn't enjoy it at first, but I have warmed to the topic. 
Don't deserve that. Don't deserve that. Does not deserve that. I've got another joke about chocolate bars, but it's not that funny. Uh, sometimes I get a sticker. Yeah, this is all really new. Um, I've got in this book. I've got loads of jokes about scabs, but I'm I'm too picky. I saw um, I saw an old man fall over like a tree, uh, and he was a goth. So I shouted out, "Timberton!" <laughs> I got fired from a job on a Spanish fishing boat for going click, 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 clickety, click, click, click. That's not what they meant when they said George Castanet. I was feeling, it is a creeper, that one, isn't it? It is. <laughs> I was feeling a little bit down, so I left the basement, and I went to a toy shop, and I bought myself a little toy taxi. It's just a little pick-me-up. <laughs> one of my mates uh, said to me, George, I really like that band, Nick Cave and the Lightning Seeds. I said, I think you mean Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. He said, no, I mean Nick Cave and the Lightning Seeds. Have you not heard any of their songs? I said, no. So he put one on. And he went, um, We are young. We are free. We keep our teeth nice and clean see your friends see the sights and be all right and to me it sounded a bit disingenuous It's all new. It's all new. Guys, uh, the word pacifist means to be peaceful, so why does it have the word fist at the end? Um, so uh, you would have thought, you would have thought that when you rock up at McDonald's at 5.31 and order yourself four double breakfast meals, and it's just you in the car, you would have thought that they would have trained their staff to recognise that as the cry for help that it clearly is. Yeah, uh, I knew that I needed to get physically fitter and more mentally healthy when my body weight broke the noose. <laughs> Where is he going with that? Oh yeah, suicide, sweet. Um, it's around about this time of year, because Remembrance Sunday is coming up, isn't it? Remembrance Sunday. It's around about this time of year that I like to try and work out how many birthdays Hitler ruined. <laughs> Stick with me. Stick with me. Because uh, we all know that everyone on planet Earth had a bit of a rubbish time um, during World War II, don't we? We all know that. Uh, not just the people on the front lines as well, actually, guys. Not just them. Um, loads of people. Um the people back at home, because you can't tell me that ration cake is as good as normal birthday cake. Uh, it, it's very much like it's it's a number that increases. How many birthdays did Hitler ruin? Because if it's only, is anyone's birthday here tonight? Because I'm ruining it by talking about this stuff. 
Um, sometimes my birthday is ruined because of Hitler, because sometimes it falls on Remembrance Sunday. Um, it's it's very much a movable feast, much like a Brexit deadline. That's it. Thanks so much, guys. That's it. Uh, <laughs> it's a rare historical perspective on the World War II. Um, just to how many birthdays did Hitler ruin? Um, but um, oh, a lot of fun. I very much enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> right, you ready for your final actor section? Yeah. Sam Legs. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we're going to go crazy, Mr. Sam Legs. Yeah. Fox. Fantastic. Glad you all came out. My name's Samuel Lennox. Yeah. No, I'm Scottish. I'm Scottish, but don't worry. I'm not going to stab you. Yet. All right. I've uh, no kept in a while, actually. Kind of half shite in my pants. Uh, you know, I thought I'd stay away for this scene because uh, I quit the nicotine. Yeah. yeah, you know, with a support group like this, you know, you wonder how I... <laughs> Fucking hell. You want to give me a bit of support here? Fucking quit the nicotine, man. Quit that, quit that fucking nicotine. Mate, it's great. And it's great. We are a lot of people yeah, when I tell folk as well. I tell folk as well. I'm like, I, I quit the nicotine. They're like, cold turkey? I'm like, well, what choice of turkeys have I got? <laughs> like, yeah, cold turkey. Is there, how many, what's the temperature of a turkey got to do with this? Yes, I've, I've quit the, Turk, the, you're confusing me. I've quit the nicotine, all right. What's a turkey to fucking do with it? Like, oh, I've been doing it, uh, but I've been doing other stuff as well. I've been, uh, been going to the gym, trying to work out, trying to take care of myself. Yeah. <laughs> See a lot of people at the gym uh, doing press ups at the gym, doing press ups and sit ups at the gym. And I kind of think, have you not got a, a floor at home? <laughs> it's kind of a. Oh, what a lovely guitar. Look at that. Uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, I know I said, and I've kind of like, while I've been like quitting, I've been thinking about like other things that we get into and like other addictions and things that we really love. You know what? I was at the shop, right? And I saw that this is the world's best parent, right? I saw these kids that were like crying to their dad because he wouldn't get them the vegetables they wanted. He was like, Dad, please, I want some kale. Give me some kale. Dad, I want a cucumber. Give me a cucumber. It's like, in terms of behavior, shit kids, but fucking hell, good fucking going on you. I really love the neck of this thing here. So beautiful, yeah. I don't you kind of you've got to stay away for the fucking scenes, you know, that like get you into, like keep you away. And uh, I'm not. I've got. I've like being from Scotland. I've actually had mates that have like quit heroin. <laughs> they were actually having a really hard time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have like, I, I had a mate right when he quit heroin. He really got into sewing, and I was like, fucking, he's walking a. Tightrope every day is fucking life, isn't he? 
I just really love making, really lovely, you know, being able to fix my clothes. It's great. Don't need to buy new things. Yeah, toilet, it's just, just around there. <laughs> no, I'm not going to fucking do that. And uh, what was the other thing? That was it. Yes. Right, this is mental, right? You might not have fucking seen this, right? But you can know that there's a whiskey, right, called the Pogues. The whiskey's actually been named after the Pogues. And I think, that's, come on, like, that's the last thing Shane McGowan fucking needs, right? <laughs> fucking unlimited shipment of whiskey coming in our day. Oh, that was fucking grand, yeah. What was fucking name on it, right? Oh, fantastic. And I get free whiskey. We fucking great. No, but I'm fucking grand. We're the fucking train. Are you fucking great? It's like kind of like using somebody's addiction, like global addiction. We all know he's an alky for like capitalist gain. How fucked up is that? It's like if Jimi Hendrix was fucking selling acid. So, hey, I'm Jimi Hendrix, baby. Try his ass. Or like Pete Doherty, like, yeah, fighting love heroin. Boys, heroin. Boys, heroin. Hey, me. Hey, me. Do you remember the baby rats? Hey. Oh, heroin. So shit. I don't really know how to get up from here. What did I do? I'll just go. Hey, uh, the last bit. Right, this is fucking brilliant. Right. Uh, another. <laughs> another. But. Well, that wasn't in the last bit, by the way. I got one more hang. I so, um, I so, I was getting at the bus, right, and uh, I kind of got half jumped by a crack addict prostitute. <sighs> just so you know, I'm not being offensive. Like, that's just what they were, okay? Like, you saw it and you go, right, yeah, crack, crack addict prostitute. No problem with that, but um. They kind of just like, they came up to me and they, they also had the wee tracheotomy hole as well. Having a bit too many. Right? And they were, like, they were like, oh, please, please, if you don't mind, right, give me a fiver or fucking soak your dick. And I was like, fucking hell, man. Just wanted to get off the bus. And I was like, I'm really, really sorry, like, but there's absolutely no way I'm paying a fiver. <laughs> like, you know what? You're getting a, like, like, warts and everything, and, like, it was hard, and, like, you know, you, you, you'd only get an Uber if it had its MOT done. You get what I'm saying? Aye. So, um,. We did a wee bit of bartering and we decided to go for the tra- tracheotomy hole instead. <laughs> and it fucking hell, mate, that was neat. I was like, oh, 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 there's fucking nicotine all over my dick. <laughs> Supposed to be off with the stuff. Oh, head rush. <laughs> right, I've been Samuel Lennox. Have a good night, folks, all right? Thanks a lot. Samuel Lennox, everyone. Uh, Still going. Um, Right, and that is the end of our final section. Uh, No, it's not. No, it's not. Fuck, sorry. Uh, It's very much not. Um, It's the opposite of that. um, We've got one more section to go. What? 
Uh, yeah. So, merci. So, right. You, you know the job by now. Go grab yourself a drink, uh, uh, drink for the bar. Yeah, and we'll see you in about 10 minutes for our two fantastic final acts. See you then. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together to welcome back to the stage the man going to sleep to Ocean's 13 tonight. It's Alex Kitson. Lovely bloody stuff. I am going to sleep to Ocean's 13 tonight. Um, <laughs> lovely bloody stuff. We have a good second break. <laughs> yeah, lovely stuff. I, I, thanks for sticking around and not leaving as soon as I said, that's the end. Uh, that was, uh, I've made a couple of key mistakes tonight, uh, and that was one of them. Um, yeah, thanks a lot. I, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm going to bring on our two final acts very, very quickly, because um, they're both absolutely fantastic, and w- w- why wouldn't I? Um, they, they, so I'll, I'll just leave you, sort of leave you this, because I'll, I'll be trying to do pos- some positive thinking this week. I've been trying to do some positive thinking. Like, um, so instead of saying, uh, when somebody's like, oh, um, is, is that too many beers? I, instead of saying, no, I don't have a drinking problem, like, because um, I think that's, you know, a bit defensive, uh, I think that's dishonest, uh, and it's not very sexy, I've started saying, oh, I'm drinking for two, because um, I think it's technically true, uh, it's, it's a bit counter-attacking, and it's quite sexy, because it implies fertility. Um... <laughs> That's uh, the one joke I've written this week. Okay, are you ready for your final two acts? <laughs> Lovely, funny stuff. His first name is Nelly Jordan Matthews. Actually, you're going to love him. So, yeah, we, let's carry on that. Smash the applause. Build it up. And they go wide. It goes to Mr. Jordan Matthews. Can we give it up for Alex Kitson? <laughs> on a completely separate note, what kind of prick runs an open mic night on a pub at the top of the steepest street in the country. <laughs> Honestly. Um, it's good to be here, but just want to uh, clear a few things up. No, I'm not the Extinction Rebellion. Um, and I don't even like falafel. Um, can I just say, this guy, uh, I, I'm feeling, I feel like you're me from an alternative universe where I actually followed up on that gym induction. Bullshit, mate. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> um, it's good to be here. Uh, especially uh, nice to be here because I uh, I got married this summer. Um, thank you. And I've not got my wedding ring on, but you can see like a green mark on my on my finger where my ring has has tarnished. And I mentioned this to someone, a friend of mine who's recently got engaged, and she was like, she's kind of um, she's quite posh to be honest with you. And um, I don't know why I'm friends with her really. Just after the revolution, I'll like eat her or something. It's fine, but. <laughs> And she, so, like, um, my wedding ring's made of brass, right? And, and it's tarnished because brass is just shit. And, um, and she's like got a silver wedding ring. And then she's all like, oh yeah, my, my wedding, my, um, it was engagement ring. My engagement ring's tarnished. Uh, I went in the hot tub and it's tarnished. Now I know for a fact there's only one chemical that can tarnish, uh, tarnish silver. And that's, uh, yeah, it's hydrogen sulfide. Yeah, you, you knew that, obviously. It's hydrogen sulfide, right? And hydrogen sulfide, it's got loads of kind of chemical uses. Most of them are obsolete. But actually, it's present in the human body. It's kind of, it can be used as a a, a carrier for hormones. I'm not entirely sure how it works. I'm not a biologist. Don't give a shit. But um, I know that hydrogen sulfate, sulfide is in is in your urine, right, in trace amounts. So that means for her wedding, her silver engagement ring to tarnish in a hot tub, that means someone's pissed in the hot tub a lot. And that made me feel much better, uh, to be honest with you. Um, 
but yeah, so I'm not, I'm not Extinction Rebellion, but I do care about animals. I do care about animals. I'm very concerned about all the animals that have gone extinct because of human kind of activity. Uh, the dodo, uh, the white rhino, the Tamagotchi. Um, do you know the only place left in England where you can see the red squirrel is the Isle of Wight, the most racist of the isles, with the Isle of Man being the most sexist. And Jersey being the least fashionable. <laughs> I like that joke. Keep it in, I say. Uh, someone, one of the comedians mentioned suicide earlier. I'm going to risk losing you all. Um, tell you a fact. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but in, in the, in the UK, more women attempt suicide than men, but more men actually die from suicide than women. It's just another example of how the patriarchy has conspired to make men more successful than women. It's right in here, a bit risky, but uh, I quite liked it. Um, the platypus, the female platypus, being a monotreme, both lays eggs and produces milk. Smug bitch. If only she could cultivate wheat, she'd have the whole pancake sorted, wouldn't she? But she can't, because none of us can have the whole fucking pancake sorted, can she? I hate the platypus. I do. I fucking hate the platypus. I, I do. I hate the plat. It's just sat there with its electrolocation abilities, you know, bragging about the being the only venomous mammal. Fucking prick. Absolutely hate the plat. I hate all. I hate the plat. I hate all platypuses. Platypus are. What? What is the plural for for platypus? It's not. It's not platypi because platypus is from platypus is from Latin, and you can't have an i at the end of a Latin word. There you go. Actually, I'll tell you what, no one actually knows what the plural for platypus was. It's a trick question, so I don't blame you for getting it wrong. Uh, I was being a dickhead. That's what that was. Uh, cool. Um, it's not funny. It's just weird. Um, so my dad's half cockney. Uh, yeah, he's a cock. Um, the joke... <laughs> that joke also works if you've got a family member who's half cockroach or half cockatoo. Um, that's great. Um, so I am, I am, uh, I'm developing this reputation as sort of something of a vaguely political comedian, uh, the worst kind of comedian. And as a result, there's now this expectation on me to be writing some jokes about, about kind of like the election and shit. So I've written, I've written two so far. Um, the first one is, uh, obviously there's loads of people posting on Facebook, just a reminder to register to vote. And it is really important to register to vote. It's just been a few rule changes you might not be aware of. Basically, if you want to vote for kind of like Labour, the Greens or the SNP, uh, you kind of go on the website and you go through the process. And if you want to vote for the Conservative Party or the Brexit Party, what you do is you get a toaster and drop it in your bath. And you need to make sure you do that before uh, the polling day. Um, um, I like that, actually. I was expecting no reaction, so cheers for that. Um, thank you. I'm, um, I'm absolutely shocked as well. There's like all this kind of people, they're blaming, they're blaming the Labour Party for, um, for kind of like this, this Brexit extension. It's absolutely nuts. Blaming the Labour Party for Brexit extension is like blaming the firemen for a fire. Oh no, they're doing that as well, aren't they? Oh, fucking <laughs> pricks, aren't they? Is it just me who finds it really ironic that Arlene Foster looks like an abortion? 
Um, I've got, um, I've got, uh, I'm quite into conspiracy theories and uh, one of my favorite things to do is to play conspiracy top trumps. I don't know if you've ever kind of come across this game. Basically, like, if anyone posts a conspiracy theory and they're like, oh, yeah, the moon landings weren't real. I'm just like, oh, you're one of those people who still believes in the moon. Oh. Um, it's great. But I'm uh, on, on the note of conspiracy theories, and I can't believe I'm about to do this because I did it a few weeks ago and swore I'd never do it again. But uh, I'm tired and uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. So, um, so basically, I'm a teacher, right? I'm a science teacher. Uh, which is amazing because it means that someone looked at me and decided it was appropriate for me to be around both children and dangerous chemicals. <laughs> and and as a teacher, I've kind of had to think about the kind of people that I hang out with, right? And so I've had to, like, drop a couple of my friends. And one of my friends, I've had to kind of drop him because he is a Class A drug dealer, okay? Because, no, no, if you're friends with a Class A drug dealer, people will assume that it's because you like Class A drugs, won't they? Like, And, and that's... And, I, and, you know, like, you've got to be really careful about that kind of thing. You can't be like... Well, I uh, I never knew uh, he was a Class A drug dealer. And, um, yeah, I went to loads of, of parties, um, uh, uh, but I didn't know they were, they were Class A drug parties, even though they happened on Class A drug island. <laughs> Frankly, I'm appalled. And, yeah, there's a picture of me with my arm around the Class A drug. But that doesn't mean I took any Class A drugs at the Class A drug party on Class A drug island. <laughs> yes, the Prince Andrew defence, basically. That's what that is. Um, Prince Andrew defence. And what happened is, as a result of that, I, I've rewritten um, the, the Grand Old Duke of York, the nursery rhyme, the Grand Old Duke of York. Um, if you are of a sensitive disposition, please brace yourself. Um, the Grand Old Duke of York, he had 10,000 girls. He got them all from Giselle, and he shared them with Epstein. And when he was up, she was up. And when he went down, she went down. And when the jig was finally up, Epstein had to be put down. It wasn't suicide, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't suicide. Thank you very much. Cheers. John Matthews, everyone. Um, Everyone's closing on Epstein tonight. It's uh, it's good fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, right, you ready for your final act of the evening? Hey! Lovely stuff. His name is James Donahue. So for a final time, uh, if you could. There we go. Everyone go wild. Go crazy. Mr. James Donahue! I've got a bit of a cold, so this shit is going to get swimmy. Um... <laughs> We're gonna start, I'm going to start with some, uh, some quick-fire impressions. Um, so what I'll do is I'll do an impression, and then uh, if someone from the audience could guess who, who I'm doing, um, don't, don't try and be funny. That's my job. <laughs> cool. F- first, one, first one's really easy. Trump. Yes, <laughs> Trump. Okay, cool. Second one. Alan <laughs> no, it's Robert De Niro. Um, difference between Trump and De Niro is, is, is the hands because Robert De Niro's is bigger um, <laughs> third one a little more tricky no uh, it's Theresa May yes yes uh, remember her um, third one nice easy for you okay uh, third one uh, fourth one even um, nice and easy uh, alright um When's that delivery coming in? No fucking hell, mate. 
No, I, well, I need the milk for the service, don't I? No, no one? Uh, there's a man I know from Filton called Sean. Um, <laughs> horrible dickhead, that man. Um, uh, last one, last one, last, last impression for you. Uh, I'll have the uh, tartofo, please, senor. Uh, no, that, that's a man from Billericay on holiday in Venice trying to impress his wife. Um, surprised you didn't get that, to be honest. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little distracted today, guys. I've, I've, I've found my favourite name. Has anyone else got a favourite name? Yeah, right. My, my, what, what, what's yours, madam? Not for a child. No, not for a child, just someone with a name that's fucking incredible. There is so many. Wolf from Gladiator. <laughs> 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 right, basically, I've, I've become obsessed with the na- right. Has, has anyone here seen the HBO series Chernobyl? Yeah, yeah? cool. It's, it's good. Anyone here not seen it? I'd, I'd recommend it. I love Chernobyl. Chernobyl's amazing. Um, what, what I would say is if someone from the Eastern Bloc went into a coma in 1989, woke up, and the first thing they heard was me, a Westerner, saying, I loved Chernobyl, it was amazing. <laughs> They'd be like, we knew it all along, comrade! Um, but Ch- Chernobyl, Chernobyl's absolutely fantastic, do watch it. Um, uh, no spoilers, I'm afraid. Um, what I would say is, if you did have stocks in RBMK reactors, um, they've gone into liquidation. As have graphite! Um... But but so so Chernobyl's fantastic. But the thing that distracts me is the lead writer on Chernobyl. His his name is Craig Mazing. <laughs> it's fu- that's fucking Craig Mazing doesn't sound like the kind of person who should be writing like really intelligent, sad dramas about the end of the Soviet Union on HBO. He sounds like he should be a really dodgy talent scout who who comes up to you after you've done a show and go, "That was absolutely Craig Mazing." <laughs> And I should know, Craig Mason. <laughs> um, it's really, it's really distracting because because the series, as I said, is absolutely fantastic. But the the episodes build to such a horrible climax. You know, it's just this 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 slow trudge of horrible things happening both within the nuclear plant and then within the Politburo and then in like local government. And it was just the this the the episode will end with someone going like, Comrade Legoslov. I have terrible news. The reactor core is exposed. At its current rate of deterioration, all of mainland Europe will become unlivable in within the space of five days, and it will last a thousand years. Our chances of stopping it are at nil. Blackout. Craig Mazing. Um... But enough about Craig. Some about me. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I've joined. A, I've joined a gym. And any anyone here join a gym? A few people. Just are you not enthusiastic, or was it arm day? <laughs> you haven't done an induction. <laughs> Life doesn't give you an induction. Um, I uh, I joined the gym because I uh, I it's anyone else like this. My weight is directly in proportion to my mental health. So like the sadder I am, the the bigger I get. 
so uh, based on that knowledge, how would you say my mental health is at the moment, madam? Great. Look at this man. Because it's good to know what a fucking liar looks like. Um, so I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm surprised by, by how much I, I've, I've started to enjoy the gym. Cause I'm, I'm, uh, so any, anyone here, anyone here actually goes to the gym? Cause you, you've not done induction yet. You, you, you're a gym head? Cool. What's your favorite machine at the gym? Uh, I, I don't really use Ooh. Uh, I'm just on the bloody weights, mate. Um, life doesn't give you machines. Anyone here have an answer that might suit my joke? A running machine. A running machine is a good answer. Uh, my favourite machine, his name is Gary. Uh, absolute machine, that lad. The roids on him. Um, but I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I, 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 like, I like, I like, I quite like the gym. I quite like, you know, I, I like to go there. I like to get a bit, you know, I like to get a bit, a bit of a, I'm, I'm really trying to lose weight in my face. Um, so what, what I've realized is I've got, uh, because, because of my genetics, I've got a really big head. And I'll always have a really wide head. It's just because of my physiology. Because basically, um, on my dad's side of the family, we are Irish peasant potato pickers. And on my mum's side of the family, we are Jewish Russian peasant potato pickers. And this is what that makes. Um, like I've, I've had ID cards made where I've looked at it and gone, I just look like a Lithuanian plumber who's pleased to be here. <laughs> it's weird. I, um, but you know, I, uh, I, a, a few years ago, I wouldn't be on stage, a few hundred years ago even, I wouldn't be on stage talking like this. I'd, I'd be in a field going, ah, Jesus, you'd never fucking guess what happened the other day. I went home to make stew. Oh, lovely big potato stew, sure it was. Went to put a potato in. Sure it wasn't a potato, it was my child's head. Ah, what, what a feckin' laugh we had. Oh, great, great crack it was. Anyway, funerals on Tuesday. That only works with that side of my family. If I try that with the other side of my family, it just sounds like, um... You have good night? <laughs> I have good night. I go home, make stew. You know what I put in stew? Child's head. <laughs> the funeral is on Tuesday. Um... <laughs> What I did there was um, past James wrote that and thought future James will sort out a punchline for that one. <laughs> and now future James is here and he really hates past James right now. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try some hot new content. Um, it won't be funny, but it's new, so boy, will it be loud. Um, so I, uh, I, I, feel, I feel quite sorry. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm getting, it's, it's Christmas time, I'm feeling a bit more festive, I'm feeling a bit, uh, warm, comfy, I'm, I'm watching a lot of rom-coms at the moment, um, don't, fuck you, <laughs> don't judge, I can't watch HBO dramas about the Soviet Union all the time, uh, I'm, I'm like, and I, I feel really sorry for high-powered businesswomen in, in, uh, in rom-coms, 
Because if you're an overstressed, high-powered businessman with no time for themselves and with poor mental health and no self-care, what you're rewarded with is uh, an attractive yet childlike creative woman to come and make your world more magical. Whereas if you're a high-powered businesswoman with no time for herself, poor mental health, a lot of stress, a lot of pressure, what you're rewarded with is um, a schlubby guy (laughs) who is here not to make your world better, but to tell you to just chill out a bit. (laughs) Like, men, it's like, look at all this wonderful protection. Ah, what a wonderful world. You're going to learn a thing or two about yourself and how you don't need to change. The world should change for you. Women, you just hear, hey, just fucking chill out a minute, will ya? Because you, women, you don't want a, high power business women don't want a schlubby guy. I'm a schlubby guy. I'd be awful to go out with a high power business woman. Like, I can't look after myself, let alone a small business owner. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I made for dinner tonight? I made goulash. You tell me that you want goulash after a meeting? Again, past James <laughs> being a bit of a cunt, isn't he? Um, what I'm, what I'm going to... There's something in that. There's something in that if I fucking write it. Um, well, what, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going I'm to finish on... I, d- I did a bit of an impression to start with. I'm, I'm trying to... If you're doing impressions, the, the thing you need to do is, is, is a Boris Johnson impression, right? That's really what you should be working on. Hopefully, not very much longer. Um, but it's... I don't want to do that. I don't want to do a Boris Johnson impression for you good people. What I, what I want to do is an impression of, of Nicolas Cage singing the works of Kate Bush. <laughs> but that's not going to get me on Radio 4, you know? You know, I'm I'm trying to get on Radio Four. I'm doing all the all the right things. I'm I'm talking about how the real jokers are the ones in Parliament House. How how yeah, it's Halloween, but the real scary thing is the idea of Lib Dems. I'm I'm trying, you know. But and yeah, in in my soul, what I want to be doing is 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 Nicolas Cage belting out, running up that hill. I know, no, no, it, it would, it, it would be good, wouldn't it? And I, you know, I, I could say like, ah, oh, it's a metaphor for how his career's been recently. That'd be a fun joke. Um, but again, I need some of that sweet license fee money. So, sorry, but you get what you're given, really. Wah. Wah. No. Um, Brexit. Wah. Um, my record as mayor of London is indisputable. Wah. Do you want to hurt me? Do you want to feel how it feels? Do you want to know that it didn't hurt me? 
do you want to hear about the deal we're making? It's you. It's me. It's you and me. We won't be unhappy. And if I only could, I'd make a deal with God. And I'd get him to swap our faces. I'm running up that hill. Running that hill. No problem. You guys have been absolutely delightful. Thank you very much. The very clumsy James O'Donoghue, everyone. Uh, lovely bloody stuff. Right, uh, that is... And that, for, for, for realsies now, is the end of the night. Um, right, uh, there's a couple of things just, uh, just before the end. A couple of fun admin pieces. Um, first of all, we're here every week. Um, have you had a good time? <laughs> lovely bloody stuff. Wow, yeah. Um, 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 yeah, so we're here every single week, 8 p.m., Kingstown Vaults, every single Sunday. Uh, if you want to keep up with everything that's going on, um, mostly just that, ad nauseum. Uh, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, I don't know. Um, also, we've got a Facebook group. If you want to join that, um, just sort of keep, keep up to date with yeah, all the mega bands. Um, also, we're a podcast. If you're wondering what Dill was doing over there, um, we're a podcast. We release it on Wednesdays. Yep. Uh, on the Out of Lives... <laughs> I do listen to it. I know it's on Wednesdays. Um, uh, on the Out of Lives Network, and it's available on iTunes and Spotify. Anyway, you get your podcast, basically, if you want to catch up with all the previous uh, episodes. Um, also, while you're, while you're on social media uh, and, you wanna, um, and you live in Bristol and like comedy, you, you should be really be liking the kettle. I'll be handing out the cars on the door. It's Bristol's... It's Bristol's comedy calendar. Every single comedy event that's happening in Bristol is, is on there in one easy website and Facebook page and things like that. Absolutely fantastic. Get on that. Um, John, who was on Second Last, runs a... It, it, there's a lot of political stuff on. If you like political stuff, he runs a political comedy night over in Stokes Croft. You check that out. That'll be on there. Um, also, I've got a bucket. Um, if, if you want to chuck some... It costs a little bit of money to sort of keep this going. If you want to chuck some coins in, I know, you know, I, I haven't got any money, so if you haven't got any, that's more than fine. But, yeah, if you want to st- stick something there, really helps us out, helps us keep the night going, it, and helps me pay for petrol from Devon. Right. Um, but, yeah, cheers, guys. This has been absolutely lovely. Hopefully I'll see you again. Bye-bye. <laughs> www.outoflives.net